Happy Sunday. Join me in prayer as we enter our message time here at Elevating Life Church. Let's pray. Lord, we are so grateful for your unwavering faith. We acknowledge that we have misunderstood your instructions, your teachings, especially with the command, feed my sheep. We humbly ask for a deeper understanding of your divine teachings so that we can cast our nets with your trust in your dependability. We surrender ourselves to your will. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen and Amen. You may have a seat. Amen. Hello again and again. Happy Sunday. It is good to be back with you. As you know, I've, I've been away for a couple of Sundays. Uh, many of you understand that once a year, my wife and I, we, uh, we go away for a while. Call that an off-site so we can plan for the next year, the year 2024. And we're excited about uh, some things that are going to be happening, uh, happening here in the near future. So I ask you just to continue to pray. I know you don't know the details, but just be praying for the year 2024 as we step into this this year that uh, is going to be a wonderful year for all of us. So uh, it is so good to be back. Now, before I jump in the message, I have to say a big thank you to Pastor John, uh, to Pastor Matt, to the entire ministry team. Because as you know, as we step aside, you have to have people you trust that you can depend on. And so uh, the last couple of Sundays, three Sundays now, it seems like it's been a while since I've been up here. Uh, I've been in other churches, preached at another church in Kersey there. So uh, it, it, thank you, John. And thank you to Matt. Uh, he's uh, at a, at a um, where's he at today? He's, yeah, he's at a youth shoot this morning. Jesse, his whole family. That's why maybe it seems a little dent or empty today because you got Jesse and all these big families that are traveling. And we love them. But let me tell you what, and you know this if you know me, I love intimate moments. And so I so appreciate you being here with us. But again, thank you to everyone uh, for truly, truly keeping um, things uh, moving forward uh, in this year, 2023, as we um, wrap up this year and we get to, well, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. That's just coming up next month, so we're excited about celebrating that. All right, for you, I see some new people here. Uh, if you're wondering who I am, I'm Drake. I'm the senior pastor here at Elevating Life Church. And uh, let me welcome you, our guests, but of course, let me welcome our regular attendees here, those that uh, are on Facebook and those different platforms. I have no idea how they work, uh, but welcome. Thank you for being here. In fact, if you will, can you just uh, maybe invite other people to um, uh, the Facebook now and help us out with getting people here uh, to hear this message and enjoy this time together. So it's good to have everyone with us this morning. All right, let's jump right into our message this morning. So please turn in your Bible, if you would please, to the book of John. John chapter 21 uh, begins a message this week that I've titled, Casting Nets of Dependability. Casting Nets of Dependability is the title of our message this morning. Now today, this is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, today, I aim, I have a target out there, I'm after something. I aim to uncover one of the most impactful teachings 
of Jesus. Now the teaching or command is known as feed my sheep. It's a powerful teaching, as we're going to see. So we, we teach these different teachings uh, within a model that we use here at Elevating Life Church. Uh, it's the 49 commands of Christ that sit in the Gospels. And this particular command, feed my sheep, is the 46th teaching of Jesus that sits in the Gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, that's, uh, you know, now we're going to see it from a different perspective. Rather than being in Matthew, that's where we've been all year, we're going to really dissect this command in the book of John. Again, uh, uh, John 21. Now let me say this. When this particular teaching or instruction of Christ is received and applied properly by his true disciples, let me put it that way, let me share with you what the result is. The result, you've already heard it, it's in the title of our message. The result is dependability in the Lord. Please hear that because there's a lot of dependable people out there. But it, they're dependable based on the society's uh, reality or beliefs. They're dependable to cultures, trends, and, and standards. But what I'm talking about today is I'm talking about the dependability in the Lord. Are you with me? Now, I hope you heard those two words. Those two words were uh, received and applied when, the pro uh, when properly understood. Uh, when you receive it and applied it properly, dependability is it. Now, with that, let me say this. I've got to share this with you. This is from the heart. And, and this might seem a little odd, but listen to this. The devil, the devil loves for you to hear the word of God. Loves it without application. Come on, can I get an amen? Isn't that the issue today? Because you can come to church, you can know the commands, every one of them. Dun, 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 recite them. You can even understand uh, the love of the Father. You can know it. Excuse me, I used the wrong word there. You can know the Father. But it's not until you apply it will you truly understand it and gain the wisdom of Christ with it. If we can understand just that little bit, then maybe I should take John's advice and just shut up. But if we can take that, I tell you what, you're going to understand what fulfillment is. You're going to understand what it means to be happy with other people. And then you're going to understand what it means to be successful in the Lord. Or you're going to perform in a way that's going to be extremely meaningful. And it's going to give life to wherever you're at. Are you with me? And so that, that, that's a freebie. That was a commercial, not even in my notes. And so, but it's so important that we understand that because the devil does love us uh, when we just hear it and we don't do anything with it. We don't apply it. Now, let me say this about dependability. Dependability, excuse me, is not just a virtue or, or a trait. We can say a habit of a Christian. It's not just that, and it is. But it is a lifeline we cling to during good and challenging times to increase the truth, we can say the beauty, unity, and the goodness of God. It is a lifeline. And we got to learn how to lean into and apply this command so that we ourselves can be dependable in the Lord. Now, John said something so 
profound and very wise this morning. If you were listening to him, he says, you know what? You can deliver all of this. Uh, you can communicate it, but without love, you, you call yourself a servant, it means nothing. If you didn't get that, that's Greek for you're an idiot. <clears throat> and so we've got to understand that it's in love. I know a lot of Christians that are servants. I'm a servant, but man, are they jerks. Who's with me? We are to have the attitude of Christ and be dependable in that attitude. And the attitude of Christ, if you're wondering what that is, just turn to Galatians 5, verse 23 and 20, or excuse me, 22 and 23, where God says, you know what? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. I think we got them all. Do you know those are attitudes? And you have a choice. No matter what mood you're in, now teenagers, listen here, no matter what mood you're in, teenager, young people, adults, parents, no matter the emotions being thrown at you or you're experiencing in your mind, you have a choice to always bring the attitude of Christ to your reality. Who's with me? And you can be dependable on it, in it. Excuse me. And if you don't understand that, you're going to be walking around like Eeyore. I've lost my tail. Nobody loves me. And you're just going to be a picture of misery. And that is not the calling of the true Christian. We are to truly have the attitude of Christ. But we have to understand these commands. And again, we're at the 46th command of Christ. There's only 49. So this is a point of maturity, yes? And we need to truly receive it, but also apply it. Now, for the most part, let me say this. I believe we all agree that dependability is essential in the Christian faith and in, or in life. And let me say this. Jesus is the epitome of being dependable. Let me say this. Don't look at the Apostle Peter to be dependable. Don't look at even your pastor primarily don't look at anyone other than Jesus if you want to know the dependability of what? Of Christ. We've got too many people leaning into the broken human beings all the way from the beginning of the church to where we're at now, and they're missing Jesus, the love of Jesus. And it's becoming almost ridiculous because we have it love for everyone else, or, but don't ever forget the core of our faith is Christ. And we got to be dependable. And he is the picture of uh, dependability. Do we agree on that? Thank you for agreeing. That's how our marriage has worked for 40 years. I just yelled a little louder than her, and she goes, I agree. Just like you guys did. That was awesome. I haven't got to the scripture yet. I'm getting there. So with that, read with me our passage for this morning to gain a deeper understanding and appreciation of dependability and the responsibility to feed Jesus' Jesus's sheep. Our, verse today, our passage today is John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. Are you ready for this? On three, say, I'm ready. One, two, three. Here we go. This is awesome. The Apostle John is the writer here. My notes. I don't even know where I'm at. There's my notes. Uh, go ahead and bring it up there, Heather. 
John 21, 15 through 17. Here it is. The Apostle John is uh, the writer here. He says, when they, they being the, the disciples that were just in the boat, now on the sh- shore with uh, Jesus, when they, the, uh, the apostles, the disciples, and Jesus had finished eating. There was bread and there was some fish. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And of course, he's referring to the bread and the fish. Uh, just if, if you're a Bible guru, uh, you might want to link this particular thought of Jesus and go all the way back to Matthew chapter 4, where we see the temptations of Christ. And he's talking about the food there, that, that he's tempted with food by Satan. And, and, and Jesus says, no, we live by the word of God. And so, just saying, if you like to study the Bible, it's quite interesting how that links together and it works. So when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, son of, uh, uh, excuse me, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Important word there is lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. I got to pause here. The Spirit just gave me some. Who's married here? Been in a relationship? You ever had this situation in your marriage? Do you love me? Yes, sweetie, I love you. Come on, do you love me? Yes, I love you. And of course, we're going to see exactly what happens in that scenario. Jesus is going to ask Peter the third time here, right? He says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus says, then take care of my sheep. And then we get to the third ask here in 17. It says, the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt. Wow. Let me just say that the word hurt means he was remorseful. He, he was grieving. Because if you recall the situation just a couple of moments ago in the sense of Jesus' ministry, he denied Jesus. You think there might be a connection here? Be with me. Bible gurus. Very interesting. He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And then Jesus said, with the trinity of this command, feed my sheep. On three, everybody say, feed my sheep. One, two, three. That is John 21, 15 through 17. Now, we are in the last chapter of the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John 21 is the last chapter uh, in the Gospel, wrapping up Jesus' ministry. We're going to get to the book of Acts. But here we are, which includes some significant events and teachings. So let me briefly cover some of those teachings. We're going to come back to the, the three ask here, but I want to kind of give you, I want to get you orientated to chapter uh, 21 here. Now, in this chapter... Jesus appears to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee after the resurrection. Now, this is the third appearance of Jesus to his disciples. If you're wondering what the other two, 
uh, look like, read John chapter 20. It's all there. But this is the third appearance of of Jesus to his disciples, which is quite interesting when you really study this this moment uh, in Jesus' ministry. Now he told the disciples, Jesus told the disciples to cast their nets on the other side of their boat to perform a miraculous uh, catching of fish, if you recall that, which led to the recognition now of Jesus by his disciples. That's verses 1 through 14. Again, uh, at your leisure, leisure please go and, and read that. Um, uh, but, uh, of course, where we're at now in John chapter 21, uh, from there, verse 14 to verse 17, as we just read, once pulling in their nets, Jesus interacts with Peter after breakfast, and Peter, who had previously denied him three times, uh, Jesus asked Peter again three times uh, if he loves him and instructs him to feed my sheep, just as we read. We're going to come back to that. Now, following this moment in John 21, Jesus then predicts Peter's death. It's quite interesting. And then Peter asks Jesus about the Apostle John's fate. And it's actually implying God's plan for somebody's life and how he understands that. We won't go there today, so it's quite interesting when you read that aspect of John chapter 21. And then the, the, the whole chapter wraps up by giving the purpose of the Gospel of John, which is to affirm and give testimony as an eyewitness to the life uh, and ministry of Jesus through the perspective of the Apostle John. And then the, the, the chapter, the Gospels close out. Now again, please go and read the entire chapter at your leisure. However, today let's focus on the reinstatement and, and commissioning of Peter and the disciples' responsibility to feed Jesus' sheep. Again, our primary verses for today is verses 15 through 17. Are you still with me? Get back to the middle there, right in the midst of John chapter 21. So let's go back there and see how to cast our nets of dependability to be great fisher, uh, fishers of men ourselves. Shall we do that? Can we do that? Are you with me? All right. Understand... The responsibility of any of Jesus' disciples. Now raise your hand if you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. So receive this as a disciple. This isn't just for some time in history. This is for us today. So understand the responsibility of any uh, of Jesus' disciples is to be obedient to Jesus' command. Feed my sheep. And be rock solid in the dependable in fulfilling it. Are you with me? To do otherwise is to be disobedient and rebellious towards the way, truth, and life of Jesus. To fail to do so, let me say this, is to be a friend of the world and at odds with Jesus' love and mission of redeeming people and the world. Who's with me? Hear that, receive it, and apply it. So as I often share with this command revealed, we must understand that you and I are not just to know the commands and all the other commands and teachings of Jesus. We are to be the commands. We are to be the church in our day and age. So with that thought, 
I have a question for you. You didn't think you were going to get away without a question, did you? Here's the question in, in a mature position as we see Peter and the other disciples now. The question is, are you dependable? Not only with the command, feed my sheep, but all the teachings of Jesus in the Lord. And let me say that again. Are you dependable, not only with this particular command, feed my sheep, but all the teachings of Jesus in the Lord? Now when Jesus gave the command, feed my sheep, he instructed Peter to take care of, take care of and nurture the followers of Jesus as a leader in the Christ movement or in the church. Hence why it's the 46th command in the model that we use that symbolizes a shepherd leading their sheep. Now I understand this. I am your under-shepherd, your senior pastor here. And I would be in a similar role, but many Christians misunderstand this because what they say is I'm not a pastor. I'm not a shepherd or an elder or whatever that is. That is not what this is implying. This is What this is implying is that anybody that calls themselves a Christian, again, raise your hand if you call yourself a Christian. Anybody that calls themselves a Christian, you have a responsibility as a leader. And you might go, uh-uh, uh-huh. Who's going to lead you? You are responsible as a mature Christian to lead yourself in the Lord, yes? So because of that, this applies to all of us. Quit putting all the pressure on the pastor. You have a responsibility, and you need to be held accountable to that in a way that's going to allow us to flourish and be fulfilled and work together so that then we can be dependable ourselves. And so it's so important that we understand that. So as the under-shepherd now of our flock here at Elevating Life Church, let me give you the spiritual meaning of what Jesus meant when he gave the command, feed my sheep, to the mature child now of God, Peter. Let me, let me give you what this means on, on the, on the, in a deeper sense. Now this command can be understood in the following way. So we're going to kind of we're going to do an expository um, study here. We're, that means we're just going to break down the scriptures or the passage we just read. Let me break it down for you. That's known as an expository teaching or preaching. So, number one, as mature Christians, leaders, as I just uncovered, we are responsible and dependable, uh, and to be dependable in providing spiritual nourishment. To believers. That's in a mature position. John 21, 15. Let's look at that again. When they had finished eating, they again, Jesus and the disciples, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And of course he said, yes, Lord. He said, you know that I love you. Then Jesus said what? Feed my lamb. Now, we've got to understand what this means. Well, let me say this after I take a drink because I'm going dry. It's no secret that humans have been referred 
as sheep, especially throughout. Read the Bible, right? We're known as sheep. And that's, is that just Christians? No, that is actually God's flock in the sense of God created all human beings in his image. Okay? We're all sheep. What we got to do is get those sheep into Jesus' pen. Are you with me? So I, I, I keep hearing Christians talk about that. Don't degrade, don't, don't degrade humans. We've we got to stop that. We've all been created in the image of God. Now we all have free will and free choice. And we've got to make a choice to step in uh, and, re, uh, and reconcile with God after, with his forgiveness and build trust with him. And I say that because, again, going back to what John says, so, so many Christians say some mean things. And so we've got to recognize that. So it is no secret we have been referred to as sheep, and we see this throughout Scripture. Hence, when Jesus speaks of sheep now, now he's speaking of his, he's speaking of people, particularly now his people, Christians. And please understand, because you call yourself a Christian doesn't necessarily mean you're in the sheep pen. I don't. I, I got to challenge you a little bit because uh, I care and love you, and I want you to reach your potential in God. And the only way to do that is to make sure 100% you're in the sheep pen. Uh, because you call yourself a doctor doesn't make you a doctor. No more than me calling myself a Christian makes me a Christian. And so we've got to understand that. And so lean that, lean into. This is a very mature message, by the way. <laughs> That's where we're at with these commands. So therefore, the the first ask of Jesus to Peter is to tend. Feed and care for the new and young Christians, the lambs. Are you with me? Does that make sense? So defining Jesus' people as lambs communicates new believers in Christ and how mature believers are responsible for providing love and care for them in their new faith. This is easy to understand, biologically speaking. Good night. You have, how many people have ever brought home a baby? Isn't it crazy how new Christians come and then uh, they'd be, could you imagine just biologically speaking, going, okay, now start providing food for the family. You need to give a little bit more money here. There. No, it's the mature people that are responsible to really take care of that. And when, that, when it's not happening uh, in the sense of maturity and accountability, in the sense of being a, a true adult, not only biologically but spiritually, uh, the church suffers a little bit because uh, there's too many young people young Christians that aren't growing up. And so we need to understand that it is the mature people's responsibility. So if you're mature, that means you're following the principles of God, you're learning the character traits of Jesus through the Gospels, and you're performing in a way that's going to glorify God in, in everything that that means. So again, the first ask of Jesus is to feed my lambs. The second ask of Jesus to Peter is take care of my sheep. You're going to start seeing a system here that Jesus is putting in place. Take care of my seat, uh, sheep. Excuse me, my sheep. <laughs> I came out wrong. Take care of my sheep. John 21, 16. Let's read this together. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Of course, he answered the second time, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then Jesus says, hey, check this out. Take care of my Sheep. We've got the lambs. Now we've got, hey, you need to take care uh, uh, of other sheep as well. Uh, as well. Now in this ask or dealing, Jesus stresses the love and care for growing people in God's sheep pen. Here Jesus 
implies that Peter should continue to care for God's people to follow in Jesus' footsteps in the ministry of life. Does that make sense? You're going to have people in between is what, what is implied here. The second aspect of this command, take care of my sheep, implies the role of leaders or shepherds in leading, guiding, uh, and caring for the believers, just as a shepherd tends to the needs, hear that, the needs, not the wants, the needs of the sheep. And pastors, and we can say mature Christians, leaders, are called, please hear this, to provide those requirements to protect the followers of Christ. That's the second ask. The final ask of Jesus to Peter emphasizes continual care for Jesus' mature people and prioritizing. Now hear this. Prioritizing the love for Jesus. John 21.17, very interesting verse here. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter, now check this out. I think I already said it, but again, let's kind of park it here for a second. Peter was hurt. Not hurt like many Christians. Oh, Pastor Drake, you said that, not hurt. Get over it. What this is, when you really study it again, is Jesus was remorseful. He was sorry because he knew he had failed Christ. He knew he went back to the community, to to the social standards. We saw him fishing, doing that. That became his priority, and he put it behind him. And at this point, Jesus is calling him out in a loving way, and he says, listen, do you love me? Of course, Jesus knew. You ever been in that situation where you you dumb something wrong, and then somebody calls you out, and you're like, You, you become remorseful and sorry. This is exactly the state Peter was in. And you know what? Most of us need to get to this point. We really need to get back to the spiritual understanding of our faith and examine our beliefs so that then we can say, I'm not doing it as Jesus taught it. I'm not doing it with the love of God. The belief is tilted or, or it needs adjusted. We've got to get in line with that belief of Jesus sitting in basting God's love. Here, Peter, you know I love you. Does that make sense? Jesus asked Peter three times if he loved him and then commanded him to feed his sheep. Now this repetition is a way for Jesus to emphasize the importance of our love for Him and how that love should be demonstrated through the dependable care now for uh, caring for those younger sheep and serving the people that God brings in our lives. And we do that from cradle to grave. It's done properly. Now overall, the command, feed my sheep, signifies the responsibility of leaders, pastors, to lead, direct, to guide, and care for the people who make up Christian community. It also signifies this, how we need to cast the nets of grace and truth to stay stable and dependable in the Lord. 
stable, independent. Now, as I'm wrapping this up, and I'm give me about another five minutes, Jim. That word dependable needs to come to our mind. Now the question is, what does dependable mean? Let me let me share what I mean. I shared this area earlier, but let me share it again. As our core, uh, excuse me, casting nets of dependability, or depend, dependability is first and foremost essential in a Christian faith. We already agreed with that, and Jesus is the epitome of being dependable. But as our core verse shows, Peter and the other disciples reunite with Jesus after his resurrection and are sorrowful for this and get back on track with Jesus. Yes? So the disciples, this makes sense because at one point had lost faith and, and went back to their old ways of depending on the world's approaches to things. They cast their nets but caught nothing. And Jesus reminded them to try something different. That's the very first part of John 21. Try something different and cast their nets on the opposite side. You've got to do something different, especially if you're not understanding the fulfillment of God's love, if you're not understanding uh, what it means to really live happily with other people. Life isn't always happy. Don't misinterpret there. But it is my responsibility to help people and myself to be happy in the Lord, and then to perform, perform in a way that's going to be extremely meaningful. So they cast their nets, nothing, but then Jesus said, try something different. This way they wouldn't miss out on the true meaning of being dependable and keeping God's command, feed my sheep. Now, casting nets of dependability means to be, number one, trustworthy. Number two, consistent. Number three, reliable in our actions, our commitments, and performance towards Jesus, first and foremost, rooted in God's love and wisdom. I get too many Christians that say, well, I'm in all in God's love. That's great. But you better get into God's wisdom if you expect the divine attributes of God to cultivate in your reality. It is huge. So casting nets of dependability, is, is that's what I mean when I, I talk about being dependable in the Lord. Now, even though the Apostle Peter and the other disciples denied Christ multiple times. Okay, am I alone here? Raise your hand if you've ever denied or misunderstood a command or teaching of Jesus. Come on, let's make this real. We've all done it. And isn't that what's awesome about Christ? Even though the Apostle Peter and all the other disciples denied Christ multiple times, Jesus unconditionally forgave them. Are we to be like Jesus? Uh, another thing he did is Jesus reinstated them. Not condemn them, throw them out. Uh, another thing is Jesus called all of the apostles and disciples. He always is calling us to a deeper relationship with him and to build even greater trust in God's love. So understanding this calling, feed my sheep, extends to all of us today as we strive to keep the movement of Christ, the bride of Christ, alive and well in our day and age. Do we agree? Now, reflecting on what has been said today, we are reminded of several things with the command, feed my sheep. We are reminded of the unwavering dependability of Christ. Are you with me? We're reminded of Jesus' love 
that Jesus loves us unconditionally. There it's up on the screen. Number three, uh, we're reminded Jesus always forgives us when we fail and doesn't judge us in our uh, falter or in our failure. And the last thing I'll mention is we're reminded that Jesus continually calls us to a deeper and more mature relationship with Him. We're reminded of so many things just with John chapter 21. So let us, with that said, let us embrace the example of Jesus' casting His nets of dependability and strive to be dependable followers of Christ where everyone benefits. Are you with me? You're not falling asleep on you. You shouldn't be falling asleep now. Everyone benefits and we get to do likewise. Likewise, what is that? That is to be like Jesus. Casting nets of dependability where we love unconditionally, forgive others when they falter, and continually change others in the sense of our maturity to a deeper and more mature relationship with God and each other. Folks, let's end where we began. John 21, 17. The third time he said it, Jesus said it to him, Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. Here's the heart of Peter. You know that I love you. And then Jesus said, say it with me, feed my sheep. Church, the message, casting nets of dependability. Amen? Thank you.